With all the talk, and it's been all over the news recently, especially more than ever, about the dangers of the social media app TikTok, and we've certainly talked about it on this podcast quite a bit, I honestly don't believe there's anybody that's been able to successfully communicate to another person, especially a younger person, the dangers of what this app is and why you shouldn't use it. But I know one thing for sure. There's positively, absolutely the wrong way to go about it and to guarantee that they will never listen to you about this stuff. And that's what we're talking about in this episode. Thanks for finding the cool head rules. My name is Bill Adams. Thanks for finding the podcast, sharing, nice comments, love that, and subscribing most importantly. All right, let me start off with this. First of all, that was a big generalization in the intro there. I, there's probably that there probably are people that have been able to somehow, some way connect with an incredibly intelligent younger person, other person, recipient of the message, whatever, that understands when you give them the facts what TikTok's all about. But I bet you there's only a handful of them because it is a massive, massive challenge. Case in point, and it's always the case. I mean, this is a communication podcast built for everybody, right? It just so happens it happens to come from most of my mistakes, trying to get message across to my own kids. It, com it comes from a, a dad experience and a broadcaster experience. Well, case in point, here's my own experience. My two kids, two daughters, you know, late teens era, fully in the most engaged demographic of people that use, use TikTok, right? Trying to talk to them about this stuff. And you've heard this in past episodes about, you know, when they first started to Realize what a what a, a really, really insidious social media app this thing really is, but it's just so big. When I first tried to get that message across to my kids, my younger one actually said this to me. She goes, well, you know, I heard that. I understand what you're saying about, you know, it's, it's a spy app. They can use data against you. They can grab your data, and there's not really the best content on there. And then she goes, but what do they want with my stuff? You know, and I, I don't post things. That's good, because I asked her not to, so that was a win right there. But she said, you know what? There's so much theft going on of other people's data, they probably won't use mine. And I thought, wow, that's probably what everybody is thinking, too. At that point, it's not worth going into the entire thing. No, it's about the metadata, what they're trying to grab from you, how they use it, all this. That. No, that's not. I use that as an example to show you my own personal fail to try to communicate this stuff with a younger person. Now I kind of expand that out to how this thing has grown since we last talked about it. It's the fastest growing social media app in the world, especially among young adults and now older people, older adults as well. It's huge and I don't think it's going away. All right, so here's some background of this thing. I'm not going to go too deep into it and, you know, we've already covered that. You can look that up. You can Google it if you want. You can put it on DuckDuckGo if you want, whatever, wherever you get your news sources. But most recently, it's never been talked about so much. Maybe that's been because China's been in the news so much recently? Possibly. Maybe the word's finally getting out there that there actually are some dangers to this particular social media app and social media in general, as great as it can be. Maybe that's it too. But there's also been a directed effort from ad agencies to actually get the word out now of two younger kids about the dangers of TikTok. Is that going to work? I don't think so. Because of the example I just gave you right there. When you talk to your kids one-on-one -on -one about it, it's even tough to get through to them that way. So you're thinking, because you're a normal person, this is trying, just trying to live your life, you're thinking, well, what, what is it? You know, I'm just hearing generalities here. What, what's the danger with this thing? It seems like fun. There's dance videos on there. Okay, really quickly, just on some backgrounds. This is the China 
example I brought up there, and this is why I referenced it. TikTok is run and owned by a company, a parent company, a Chinese tech giant called ByteDance, okay? And by the way, it's a brilliant, brilliant app. It's so well done. It's so easy to, to uh, use and to, and to post on there and to share along. It's incredible. And it's incredibly addictive. It's just the way they do it is brilliant. It's really good. Here's your first problem. ByteDance is required to give all of their information, the tech data they can grab through this app, and they do, it's the biggest problem of all, to the Chinese government for whatever purpose. Fill in your own blank there. You know, even if you think, oh, that's nothing, that's overblown, fine. But we know and confirmed by our own U.S. security officials, including late last year from the FBI saying, they do this, and it's a security concern for our nation, okay? That's confirmed. That's, that's not disputable. That, that's here. In June of 2020, going back a few years, India led the pack of countries banning TikTok. Their government said the exact same thing, but they jumped on it right away. In 2020 as well, Reuters reported that TikTok was going to pull out of Hong Kong after issues surrounding that region there. Uh, United States banned TikTok on federally owned government devices in December, late December of last year. That's government devices. Any like, They hand out a phone to any government agency to work, you know, a senator, congressman, somebody in a, in a federal office. So you can't have TikTok on those things. They shouldn't anyway. I mean, come on, they're trying to do federal work, but that was banned. States and local governments have also done it. But what we've not been able to do, because I think we missed the boat on this, was to ban it on a user level across the country, okay? So that's where we stand right now. Now, in the meantime, before we get to the communication part of this, also through the research of this has been, and there's a study you can look up in The Independent, which is a UK outlet about the dangers of TikTok for your brain. Not too good. It's riddled with censorship as well. Its moderation is an absolute mess across the platform. We talked about this before in previous podcasts. TikTok challenges are on there where kids do stupid things to get clicks. Some of them really dangerous. Do you remember the sleepy chicken challenge we talked about? The NyQuil challenge? That was one of them. That's where that came from. The data collection has been proven, as I said before, but it's worth mentioning again because they can collect metadata from users as well as exposing security vulnerabilities. And if all that wasn't enough, now, most recently, because of all this and so many eyeballs on this stuff, now we're hearing about, as if this wasn't enough, human trafficking concerns where that's organized through TikTok, okay? I think I've laid out a pretty good case, and this is some pretty bad stuff. But I could get on here and preach and yell at the clouds all day long and, you know, one ear and out the other about how it's bad for you. Yeah, 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 we get it, whatever. Fine. You're a, you're a thinking person. You found this podcast seeking information, communication skills. So what do you do about it? Let me start with what not to do. Exactly what we've tried in the past. Where I said that there's that ad campaign where certain companies are getting together with parenting groups to try to get kids the message. Is that going to work? No. Because that's just a larger scale of what we've all tried to do. Speaking to other people, not just kids, because it's, it's got mass usage across the country and all demographics about this. You can't preach to them. All the stuff I just laid out right there, I hate to say it, they don't care. Anybody that's on to TikTok and they enjoy the content, they enjoy posting stuff, they simply don't care about the concerns. So none of that is going to work. And like I said in the intro, to get to this, the guaranteed, the one guarantee in this whole thing that'll absolutely positively get kids 
to not listen to you about TikTok and even maybe drive them to it in a rebellion sort of way is to preach to them about it because it doesn't work. That's how effective and how good the marketing of TikTok is. So now you're saying, all right, so what do you do? Can't just come on here and you talk about what not, what's not going to work and the dangers of it we already heard about and what's this and what that. Okay, then what does work? I'll tell you this, and it's oversimplified, but it's the God's honest truth. It's like with all social media, parenting, guidance, whatever. And I don't want to just make this about, you know, four parents who have kids. This is for anybody who's in charge of anybody else's tech devices, cell phones, or social media usage. And that could be anybody. And it comes down to something as simple as this. It's the old standby rule. If I'm paying for it, I get to control what's on it. And the objection to that has always been, I can't control what's on my kid's phone, or I can't control what's on my brother's phone, wife's phone, husband's phone. Well, that's on you. Too bad. Because the first thing you have to do in the communication skill is to tell yourself, I'm going to take charge of this if I'm in charge of this person. And the second thing is, you've got to communicate to the other person exactly what I said. If I'm paying for it and I'm in charge of it, I will monitor your cell phone usage and what social media apps you're on. And if you don't think you can do that, that's ridiculous. You didn't try hard enough to do it because you can. You can control all of it. You have the password. You have the payment account. You have anything you want to make sure that they know what's on it. And all devices. You do a little bit of work and you do the effort to make sure that they're not on this. That's what you do. And beyond that, what's the next question? Well, my kids are adults. They pay for their own. I, I, I don't have any control. That's exactly right. Up until this point, you can try to get the message across as much as you possibly can. But I'm telling you one thing. Preaching to them that's not, is not going to work because you're going to drive them away and it's going to be one ear and out the other when you start talking about Chinese tech data and, and data theft. They're not going to care. But just know this, in a word of encouragement, if you are responsible, especially for a younger person and getting the message out there about this stuff, you can do it. You absolutely, positively can. If you believe you can and you understand how important it is. Do you check their cell phone, laptop, iPhone, iPad? Of course you do and what their friends are on as well. But remember what doesn't work, not preaching. Thanks for finding the Cool Dad Rules podcast. Appreciate your time so much. My name is Bill Adams. Anywhere you search online for the Cool Dad Rules, you're going to find us, but also, of course, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you can, I would always appreciate it. Press subscribe so you don't miss anything in the future. With all that said, we'll talk to you soon.